Welcome to Turned On, the podcast. I'm John Milky, the Milkman. You can catch me weekdays on btrradio.com, talking about well, the kinds of things you can't talk about and I couldn't talk about in more than 30 years on conventional radio. But well, we can talk about them now. I say that with an asterisk beside it. In my radio career, I did meet one person who was having amazing conversations about sex. She was syndicated across Canada, in fact. She is Sue McGarvey. You might remember her show, Sex with Sue. Well, those conversations now happen here. It's Turned On, the podcast. Hey, Sue, it is always great to be with you. And you want to start this week's conversation uh, with each of us revealing um, some fantasies. Okay. I, I have all kinds of fantasies, Me but too. the one we're talking about involves my toes in the sand. Yes, and maybe maybe not sand in other protruding parts. <laughs> See, I'm my fantasy is what do I do when I win the Powerball lottery, the one point five billion dollars. So it's good that you have a plan. <laughs> so, okay, you've got all the money in the world, Sue, and you're adventurous. I'm adventurous. So you, I know, love Mexico. What are some of the sexiest destinations that would be on your bucket list, places we need well, to go? Uh, just so everybody knows, I am leaving tomorrow morning. I have a 6 a.m. flight, which means I've got to be at the airport for like 4.30. Ah! Um, flying to Cancun to stay a week with 40 people. At Temptations, Ooh. which is a topless adult-only resort, very sexy. There's a lot of, I would say that, you know, 70% of people that go there um, are lifestyle-friendly. There is no lifestyle playrooms, but it is a very, very sexy week. I will be sitting by the quiet pool <laughs> with what I with what I call my um, my morning smoothie, which is banana daiquiri, petito rum one, um, by there. <laughs> And I love it. Now I'm trying to, they're, they're trying to convince me to take a group to Desire Pearl, which is just, you know, it's an hour down the road and it is uh, the even sexier place. It has playrooms. It's fully nude. I don't know. You have to be couples to go there. And it is the top of the line. It is, you know, it's six thousand dollars a week, not including flights. US. So Sue, forgive me. I've, I've not traveled a lot and I've certainly not done, I, I've done one Sexy destination, Swingers Club in Vegas. Um, but when they market topless, is that sort of quote unquote topless? Is that their way of saying anything goes, or is it? You have to have a bathing suit bottom on. Okay. And but I remember the first time I went there was you know a decade more than a decade ago, maybe twelve years ago, and it hadn't been renovated. And I was one of three women on the beach who was topless, and somebody asked to take my picture, and I'm like, really, really, I am a middle aged you know woman who's had kids and you want to take my picture now if you go 80 percent of the women will be topless that's yeah 75 anyway and uh so it but it's it's you know i find it annoying because i don't want you know even my wet bottoms you know on but it's it's very very sex positive very friendly and it's the good first step okay you know before okay. you go into something like desire or what's called desire rm and desire pearl basically both an hour away in mexico and those are the big three all owned by the same company the other one is someplace called zippoletti which is on the west coast about a hundred kilometers north of guatemala so hot mm. and it is considered the naked city 
It's a naked city. They have a like they have a hotel nude and hotel nudist. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's and it's a really it's more nude, but it's a fun. You want to live naked because it's that hot all the time. All right. So my fantasy, and I've said this many times, is I I, I got to get to hedonism in Jamaica. I was first introduced to this. This is a funny story, actually. Radio friend of mine, program director, so has to be the boss at all times. They had a contest where they took listeners to hedonism for a week. And, of course, my very small C conservative friend... He sends me a picture of him being walked around the resort with a collar on and some dominatrix pulling him by the leash. And I'm like, I need to be there. So hedonism has, or sorry, I guess it's hedonism two now. Hedonism one is no longer there, but hedonism two is absolutely top of my bucket list. I've never been. So walk me through what that place would be like and walk the listener slash viewer through what that place would be like. What would they expect at a place like Hedo? Now, yes, it's now just called hedonism, but it's been around for 40 years. So people have been coming. It has the number one return rate of any resort in the Caribbean, maybe in the world. Like people who love it, love it a lot. The actual locals call it the zoo. My favorite story (laughs) was being there and everybody's on a, they have a pirate boat with like water cannons and stuff. And everybody's nude, having a big boobs cruise. And the the romantic <laughs> couple sandals resort boat comes close to them, and a bunch of guys get the plastic cutlass <laughs> in their mouth, swim out of the boat, across, r- like literally climb up to the boat that's anchored, and naked, fully naked, and go your beer or your women, and grab some red striped beer and swim back to the boat, and everybody's mooning them and spraying them with water cannons. It is the zoo. It is, it is the, you know, it's it's basically summer camp. Only with a lot of a lot of daiquiris. I was gonna say it's and, like it's like Animal House panty raid all rolled. <laughs> it is it is that what they call the nude and the prude side, and it's it's basically you buy walk by the dive shack and there is like an invisible line where you have to be naked. I've been eight times. I spent three months there on and off. I was at, you know spent four weeks at a time. Oh, I, I was so sick of the food, but it was an incredible time. Worked for um, super clubs before it was sold. And what a crazy place I saw. That was where I saw the Adam and Eve filming where they had porn people and they, it was nuts. Like really, but one of the top 10 beaches in the world, Negril, the diving's incredible. The snorkeling's incredible. The resort is huge and everything you think of, the entertainment is fantastic. Uh, I really like it. It's a very different experience than Desire or Temptations, which is elegant. Mm -hmm. Much more high end, much, you know, you have your own waiter, you know, but it's, you know, if you want crazy, it's Hedo. If you want top service and unbelievable elegance and, you know, a hot tub where you're going to see every kind of sexual activity, buy it while you're, you know, drinking in a very pristine hot tub, that's desire. All right, coming up, perhaps an exotic destination getaway is not your idea of fun. Maybe you have bigger ideas, like a trip to Mars and making love to aliens. (laughs) We'll discuss that next on Turned On, the podcast. It's Turned On, the podcast. Next up, Sue, you want to discuss people who have a fantasy about making love to aliens. Or people who claim that they are, you know, had an alien encounter and have been probed, oh. right? Yes. And so, 
somebody somebody asked a very 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 famous evolutionary biologist in the UK about you know this thought somebody saying they're they're taking up to the sex aliens are taking her up to their sex lab and having you know crazy sex with her in the dark side of the moon kind of on a weekly but you know every every week she seems to go there and the you know the evolutionary biologist said i don't buy it <laughs> and here's why because eroticism is an evolutionary trait and we would have nothing in common you know because it's it's like that star trek episode where you're trying to get frame of reference right if you say romeo and juliet on the balcony you have to understand the references yep. right they don't always they're, they're not going to have the same jiggly bits they're not going to have evolved the same way and that it would be really, really hard to get to get frisky with an alien because we're not going to have the same dynamic. You're just crushing so many souls. You know that, right? Ooh. Well, I, when I started in radio, I used to follow. <laughs> I was on, I would, I, you know, not in when I follow when, when you and I did in radio and auto, but when I was on in Toronto, I was on in CFRB, which mm -hmm. is the biggest talk station in the country. Mm -hmm. And the people that followed me were the aliens, you know, group. Like I would do the Sex with Sue show from 8 to 10. And at 10 o'clock, the alien people came on. And you'd always sit around. And, you know, anytime I was in Toronto, I just, I would sit in the back of the room and listen to their stories about any kind of, they, they'd have all yeah. the Area 51, anybody seeing a UFO. And they'd have stories from around the world. And inevitably, they would have a sex story because it's a big fantasy that you are, you know, not you're going to get, you know, because they have all those those, you know, you know, squid things in Japan and, you know, tentacle porn and all of that stuff. Well, there's a whole thing going on about aliens. Mm -hmm. The Art, biologists have said, no way, we don't buy it. Art so, Bell was the host of that, wasn't he? Sorry? Art Bell was the host of that. Oh, Art, yes. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know those are the days, right? So if you have an alien story, if you've been probed, oh, I definitely want to hear oh. it. If you've got a general question, send it to me, sue at sexwithsue.com. All right. I'm sure you've asked or wondered, but we have the answer for you next. What is the preferred penis size? We'll talk about that when Turned On the Podcast continues. Whenever you have conversations about sex, inevitably, the topic of penis size is bound to, if you'll pardon the pun, pop up. But what is the preferred penis size? I know someone who's got the answer. <laughs> Welcome back to Turned On The Podcast. Here's Sue McGarvey. There's this new study that came out, and again, I read all those studies, and they, they took, you know, I guess it was about 800 women over a while, and they had basically 30 different models of penises and they asked them to play with them and see which one they thought they would no absolutely way. like. I don't know if they're going to play with them. I think they were handling them in a lab, but whatever. And so they looked at them and the, and it came out of statistically that women preferred a 6.3 inch penis with a five inch circumference. That is the magic number. Apparently, if you are built like that, not nine or 12 or the, what we talked about, the 18.9 inches, but the 6.3, five inches around. I'm, so looking, that is I'm looking for a measuring perfect, tape, hang on. Yeah, perfect, perfect penis size. And, and you know, honestly, the reason we talk so much about penis size is that everybody asks me, 
it is such a thing. Everybody's so worried about their genitals, their genital size. And as I said, I'm a woman, you know, of a certain age and I don't care about your penis. I want to know what you can do with your hands and your mouth. But that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> but for a lot of people, the, you know, the 6.3 inches is the magic number. Ta-da! Now, can I ask you a question? And I don't think I've ever received an answer to this, but I've always been curious. On the male anatomy, where do you do the measurement from? Because if you do it from the top side, that's one measurement. But somewhere on the base, you can actually get a completely different measurement. So where's the proper place to actually measure, Sue? So they measure erect at the actual height of your erection. So this is not flaccid. This is an erection because flaccid, all bets are off and there are all kinds of different sizes. But from the bottom of basically underneath the length of your penis. And a lot of times people will pull their penis up towards their belly button and measure from the very tip to the very bottom where it attaches to your body. So you're right. And I always tell people that looking down on it is a lot different than looking up at it. Looking up at it, it's a pretty big thing. Looking down at it, you get a bird's eye view. It's, you know, there's, it, the, yeah, you know, you get that, you know, it's it's like seeing the objects in, in the mirror seem smaller than uh, yeah. the mirror. Yeah, that's what's going on. So don't panic. The other thing I tell people is it continues to grow for men until you are over 21. So I see a lot of 17-year-olds freaking out. It's like, no, just give yourself another four years of growth. You know, if you're 50 and still hoping, yeah. But, you know, again, you want to see again, the penis. crushing <laughs> dreams, Suma Garvey. Guys, I, I, I love them all. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, is the side view any good? Is it any better? Just curious. I'm sure it is. As long as, oh, and the fence looks bigger if the hedges are trimmed. <laughs> so clean up the the crazy bush, the crazy bush, and uh, it always looks so much better from the side. So <sighs> I love that we're friends. I so love that we're friends. Sue McGarvey. Uh, and if you've got a question, um, and, and listen, you don't need to send us pics. We, I'm sure, have seen plenty of those. Uh, how do people get in touch? Sue at sexwithsue.com. Come on, send us questions. We want to know. So we just can't seem to escape the whole conversation about aliens on this week's edition of Turned On the Podcast. As we always do, we like to leave you with some fun facts. And we will in just a moment. Headlines about actual sexual encounters with aliens. That's next. It's Turned On, the podcast. Now, as promised, here is Sue McGarvey with actual headlines that speak to encounters of a sexual nature with aliens, which we discussed earlier on this podcast. I, I, it just came up that we had a number of headlines about people having sex with aliens. There's a whole, like, like you, you Google it, you, that you kill yourself, right? Space aliens shrank my willy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the dirty bastard shagging, uh, you know, shagging my wife. Space monster turned my wife into toffee, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it, the whole thing. <laughs> Space aliens took me to Mars and had their way with me, right? It just goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> and it's just, it's so fun. 
Anyway, but you I, know what? I, thought, I thought it was good to add add some of this. I like space aliens shrank my willy. That's you I know, don't, that's a good excuse. I don't think they have them in supermarkets anymore, but those old tabloids that used to stand in line and read them, they were full of stuff like that, those claims and things. Yeah. So, okay. So, so they must be, said they, they must be these true. Are ones from the UK. Yeah, these are the ones from the UK. People ah. said they used to buy them for the headlines. So, yes. yeah. So, so Freaky Friday, I think it's, in, I had a question. I don't know if it's you, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I got like 60,000 followers. At one point I had like half a million, but they, you know, they take me off for saying the word sex. But anyway, so I keep building it up and then they keep taking it down. Mm-hmm. And, but it's so funny. So I, I'm watching, I follow this woman who has two vaginas. And she, says, she does her show with her mother. It's just the craziest thing, usually with little kitten ears. I know TikTok. It, it entertains me. Forget the forget the headlines. I watch TikTok. Sometimes it's great. I get sometimes it. it's hilarious. Sometimes you're like, "Where or do these people live?" I have never seen people dress like this, or you know, whatever. It happened to me just the other night, like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Why am I down this rabbit hole? And why can I not stop scrolling?" I I know it's addictive. Yep. So there is this uh, this one woman who has the two vaginas. I thought we need to talk about this. We need to talk about you know, hermaphrodites and having both sexes and why that seems to be a thing. And it is, it used to be, and now they're not doing it. Cause in the past, if you had sort of ambiguous genitals, they would make a decision for you. They'd test you and find out whether you were a XY male or XX female and assign you that gender. Now they don't because gender identity. So you're ending up with people who have more of these, either two vaginas and they can have, they could probably could get pregnant, you know, twice with two, you know, twins, but oh, wow. separately, or, you know, or you could have, instead of, you could actually, I don't know, you think about porn, you could have, you know, one doing anal, one doing vaginal, but you could have two doing vaginal if you could figure out how to fit. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that would be crazy. And then you have, you know, so you have hermaphrodites. And I remember it was the craziest question. You know, there's a lot of questions that I got when I did my early radio show when, you know, you and I were on the bear back a hundred years ago. And, you know, I'd have people who drill holes into pumpkins and I'd have people who had, you know, got walked in, you know, their grandmother walked in on them having a sex, sex at Halloween with an afro. All all the stories that ended up being, you know, exemplified in America. What was it? American pie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or or you know the penthouse letters. I didn't believe it would happen to me, Sue. But I love so those, the those stories would come up. But I had one that I was sure was a real hermaphrodite. One in like thirty years of doing this, and they had both genders, and really you know had come from a different country, hadn't been assigned at birth, hadn't caught it, kind of you know born with a midwife, and they yep. you know just lived and grew up, and realized that they had a fully functioning penis and a fully functioning vagina. I wanted to know if they could impregnate and pregnant. I'm like, I don't know. I, I, there's so many variables, but it was such a cool question that these things still happen. And so I think there's a real interest, which is what people are interested in in terms of transgendered, you know, that they look like women, but they have a dick mm-hmm. or they, you know, or they look like a guy, but have a vagina and can get pregnant. Like that whole piece is really interesting for so many people. And perhaps ties into our fascination with aliens. Perhaps. I know, right? And we started with that, you know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure they shrunk you really. I'm sure. Also, a good reminder: be careful who you say go screw yourself to, because <laughs> just because you may be able to, <laughs> you got it. So, if you have a question or something weird's going on with you, send it to me. Sue at sexwithsue.com.